Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, mother lovers, to another episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet. I am Josh. I am here joined by my best bud, John. How you doing, man? My name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I mean, he deserved it. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing really good, considering it is a Monday morning. We're up. It's bright and the sun is out. It is literally 9.44 a.m. It's true. And I am chugging a cold beer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, though, I am not an alcoholic. I am just getting home from work. That's true. Uh, and it is 5 o'clock somewhere. You know, that's the, that's <laughs> the whole, I feel like that is the whole purpose of that saying for I people like you. I mean, that like is you. true, though. They never specified whether it was 5 a.m. or 5 p.m., though. That's also true. That's but, ladies and gentlemen, how are you? Yes, pause we'd for, love to know. Pause for an answer. Oh All my god, right. that is amazing. Thank you for sharing. That's that yeah. I, I wish you could share some more. But uh yeah, I mean, we they are could here. If they, they went could. over to anchor.fm forward slash last call uh yeah, thank you. Damn it! I failed one of these days you'll get that acronym. But uh yeah, we are here to talk about season two, episode three, brunch, but before we get into all of that, we had a special thing happen this week, Johnny Boy. Yes, and we that did. is the first official trailer for the spinoff, How I Met Your Father. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It, uh, you've I'm, seen I'm it? I'm sorry, but uh, wait, wait, wait. Starring who? Uh, Lizzie McGuire herself, Hilary Duff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? People are going to have to stop calling her fucking Hillary Duff uh, based on Lizzie McGuire because she's done a lot of other things. I'll be honest. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I can't I can't pull one. I'm sure I would. I'm sure there is. I can't pull one. Right. I second. mean, didn't she was in the Cheaper by the Dozen remake. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, she was in right. a Cinderella story, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, Totally forgot about those. <laughs> I mean, I know her and her sister get mixed up in my mind quite a bit when it comes to movies because I know Haley did a lot of movies too. Yeah, but Hillary, 
being a Disney kid, not to steer off from the facts, has kept it wholesome and clean over the years, unlike most Disney folks who have just fallen off the rails, gone crazy, shaved their heads completely, and dangled a baby off a balcony. And no, I'm not talking about Michael Jackson. Fair. Yeah, it's crazy to think just how she was able to kind of navigate through life, unlike a lot of these other young stars yeah. who were out there. But I mean, crazy. how fitting is it, though, that she's had a very subtle life, very away from the camera for the most part, unless she herself wants to be in front of the camera. Yeah. And now she's coming into the How I Met Your Mother spinoff, How I Met Your Father, where she's going to be playing one of the main characters. Yeah, she's the main character. Well, that is true. And and uh, her voiceover, her older version, is going to be played by Kim Cattrall, Cattrall. of uh, Sex, yeah. Sex in the City fame. It, yeah. not, but they're doing something different with that that I think is really interesting. It's not just a voiceover. Kim yeah. Cattrall will be on the show as future Hillary Duff. Yeah, I don't actually know what her name is yet. Uh, and here's what I wonder. Is she actually, or is it just for the trailer? I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. You know, because theoretically, they could just do the voiceover, but just wanted to show people her in the trailer. I don't know. I guess we'll. I mean, I they could. We'll You're 100 correct. But yes, so. you know what? Why don't we check it out with the fans? Yes, that's right, fans. We're going to watch this trailer together and uh, kind of give some reactions and uh, talk a little bit about it. Hell yeah! So, so let's do that. We're gonna and look drop at that beautiful this smile. I know, right? All right, let's watch this. That's right. How I Met Your Father coming to Hulu next month. Let's check out this trailer. This is the story of how I met your oh, father. Oh, and Josh Peck. I forgot about it was that. Hard to live oh, yeah, in the yeah, yeah. In 2022, there was always someplace else you could be, someone else you could be with. I know this might sound crazy, but I've been on 87 Tinder dates this year. That's My a lot of Tinder dates. One yet. I that is. the day before this, and. I just had sex. I just oh, had yeah. sex. That's not even the worst part. That dude is essentially like Barney. Is it, yeah. Is it just me or is the guy driving the car Today look a lot like the, the guy from um, next great Parks and Rec? Today is the first chapter of my Oh, yeah, I can see that. He looks like a young Chris. Literally, I can see that. It's a real pleasure. <laughs> when I first saw this scene, I thought it was I thought this guy was doing the naked man, but it's just, I think it's just like the guy she's with. Yeah. Yeah. When you tell the story in the future, just would be promise me you will change that part. Way funnier if it was a naked man. That would be. Continue, you are completely insane. I'm very into it. It's really hard to meet someone and connect and have it feel easy. You gotta get back out there sometime. Yeah. Ever since Meredith dumped you, I've been spending fifty bucks a week on Kleenex. Because you're crying? Or because you're going to town on yourself? Crying. Bro. Both. <laughs> Together we will take this city by storm. We are not afraid of you, New York. We're the bravest people in this God. city. God. This is so bad. I'll drink to that. January 18th. Yeah, it's literally right around the All right. So, I mean, let me so there you thought. have it, people. Let me get your thoughts. I mean, I personally think it's going to be really well done. It looks like it's got the same lightheartedness, but it just, there is a slight feel of difference in the show. Like, I don't know if it's because, yeah. you know, How I Met Your Mother has like a, a nostalgia hold on my heart. This is one of the first it might shows. Be, but I've... it's also like How I Met Your Mother was like 
17 years ago almost it'll be because like that one set in 20, 2005 this one's set in 2022 that is true so but what year did how i make mother end so it was 2005 uh, it ended in nine. 2014 so i mean they're literally following about the same timeline yeah because it's it's been off the air since 2014 this is essentially in 2020 2021 well it, it said at the beginning 2022 Oh, so it's just a little bit ahead of us. Yeah. So well, it's coming out in January, so it'll probably be around the new year. So yeah. So man, think about that. This Mm -hmm. show is essentially going to take off right where we are in time. Yeah. Which I like. I I, I, that's one of the things I really liked about How I Met Your Mother was like they were keeping up in time with with where we were. Um, and it obviously it seems like that's what they're doing here. Yeah. Like it's it, it looks a bit more polished but i think that's just tv now that is you know? true i think I that's really a big thing yeah i love the line when they're sitting at the the bar and they're just like oh we're the bravest people in new york and there's firefighters sitting there yeah and like, that like, is a total new york thing yeah yeah it's, it's such a cringy moment but it makes me laugh uh I'm de- there's a lot of interesting characters it seems uh i'm interested to see how because how i met your mother there's a lot of stuff in that show that probably wouldn't fly today. That is you know true. what I mean? But we get like a taste that they're going to still have some of that humor with that, uh, with the tissue line. Yeah. You know? So like, it seems like they're still willing to kind of I mean, push some it, boundaries. Isn't masturbation though always funny? I think so. Some people might get offended, <laughs> but who cares about that? I mean, but like, thing, though. why are you I like a show like this if you're easily offended? It's true, but I like that there. It seems like they're at least willing to push at least some boundaries. We'll see how how far um, it's it's being done by by Chris uh, and and Carter or uh, Craig and Carter again, which is great. And Pamela Fryman is at least directing the first episode. I don't know if she's going to be directing the whole thing like she pretty much did for for How I Met Your Mother, but uh, this the pilot at least will should have that same vibe that they brought to, to how I met your mother. So I'm what I'm wondering is if, since this is set in the same universe, <laughs> if we will get any of the original cast back, I hope so. Just in, even in just the, like a, just a run in, you know, they just kind of bump into them or they happen to be in a, at the bar or whatever. I don't even want to see them interact with the main cast. I just want to see them in the background. Yeah. Like, I think that'd like be maybe hilarious. Like they're walking out of a bar and Marshall will get her at a table with like one of the kids. Yeah. Since, you know, they'll have multiple kids. Uh, at this point, or like really- they're walk, they're walking down the street, right, and a bus drives by, and there's like a a big Metro News one. Well, that or like there's a big picture of like Mustache Marshall, <laughs> the GND, Just, yeah, stuff like that. Oh, I think it would man. be kind of awesome, dude. What? How, how cool would it be if one of them works at GMB? Dude, that would be really cool. Like you, know? you never see Barney by face, but like they're always like. Oh, you know, I gotta go see Mr. Stinson on like the the upper floors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like he, because maybe he runs it now. Because after everything that happens at I the end, I was gonna say after everything mother, that happens at the end, man, he could be running the place. Yeah, man. So that yeah, would be. Please. I hope that they do some good tie-ins. Uh, yeah, I don't want it to just be saturated with them. I want these characters no. to have their own stories, obviously. But I want it because they're they're it's in that world, and I wanna I wanna know that it's in that world, just like with yes. what was it, with uh, Girl Meets World, you know. You want to feel like it's connected, you know. You want to feel those connections from your from the old nostalgia show that you watched yes. before. I, w- I want the same thing with this one. So hopefully, so that's wait, what we will get. So what you're admitting while we're recording this podcast is that <clears throat> you watched Girl Meets World. 
Some of it, yeah, I did. You watched way more, and I know you did. What? <laughs> First off, you can't even prove that fact. <laughs> Maybe I can. I might have that recorded somewhere. We've, we've done a lot of things together, man. It's very possible that it's recorded somewhere. Please rephrase that while we're recording. <laughs> nope. I refuse now. Oh, <laughs> uh, I stand by his statement. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been through literal hell together. The good, the bad, and yes, just for those wondering, there were a few uggos. That's true. That's very true. All right, folks. Well, that was a trailer. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, head on over to uh, Twitter. At last call, H uh, H I M Y M. You can see that right down at the bottom if you're watching the video. Uh, but if you're listening, again, that is at last call, H I M Y M. And let us know what you thought of the trailer for uh, How I Met Your Father. I liked it. I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't know how wh- what we're gonna do, how we're gonna cover it, but we'll fi- we'll figure it out and we'll let you guys know uh, when all that uh, goes. We are not down. starting a third podcast. <laughs> well, it's just whether or not we do it on this one. True. You know, and and you know and have those episodes. I don't know. We'll figure it you out. You know what? Maybe I haven't decided yet. When that episode airs, we will pause on an episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother, and we will do an episode of How I Met Your Father. Yeah, we yeah. can do the inaugural episode. Yeah, it's very possible. And then uh, I don't know if maybe we'll just do like a season wrap up if we'll go episode by episode. I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll figure all that out, folks, and we'll let you know. We'll when let we you know. know. Yeah. So. With all that said and done, I think it's time to get in to the episode. Season 2, Episode 3, Brunch. Now, let me guess. It was directed by Pamela Fryman. It was, in fact, directed by Pamela Fryman. She's back in the director's chair after taking an episode off. Uh, this episode came out October 2nd, of 2006. Okay. Uh, and it was written by Stephen Lloyd. This is his first episode of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, he goes on to write some great episodes like The Goat, The Wedding Bride, uh-huh. The Exploding Meatball Sub, and The Fortress, among others. You know, uh, this he, was a first for a lot of things, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a lot, of, a lot of good stuff going on in this. Uh, Stephen Lloyd also uh, was a producer on the show and uh, also produced and wrote on uh, Just Shoot Me alongside Pamela Fryman and Modern Family. Okay. Yeah. I like, I like both of those shows. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the summary for this episode, Ted discovers his parents are keeping a secret from him after his dad acts as Barney's wingman. Marshall and Lily try to get each other aroused, and Robin doesn't understand Ted's mother's reaction to her. I got to say, man, these, these summer, I got to start just writing my own. I was going to say that. They're not that great. It explains <laughs> enough about this episode, but not yeah. enough. Yeah, I think maybe I'll, I'll I'll start. I don't know. We'll see if I got the time, folks. <laughs> I mean, I like that you read the actual basic synopsis because then we can pick it apart. It's true. Because I mean, that doesn't give away shit about this episode, but that really doesn't tell you much about this episode either. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it definitely does not. All right, so uh, I had a little side note. This episode is done in three parts, uh, yes. and they all all tie together at the end. This is done again later on in season seven. With the with Burning the Beekeeper episode, yep. which I thought was really cool to think about. With like, Garrison Coots. Yeah, I was like, they totally do this again later on. Yep. And I and I love that it comes back. Because I really, I enjoyed the setup. <laughs> Honestly. I like I, that. I think the Beekeeper one is done better. Though. The Beekeeper, I, well, I mean, it was trial and error. Yeah. This one here, though, I didn't realize this episode happened so early in the season. 
Yeah. I thought this happened later. I feel like we say that a lot. <laughs> and well, you... I'm not saying that I didn't realize it didn't happen season two because it's the only season where Marsh and Lily are apart. That's and by true. the end of the season, they're back together. Mm-hmm. But I thought this happened later in yeah. this season, not right at the beginning. Yeah, because like when, when when last we saw them, they seemed like they were okay. Yeah, I, but and they didn't now they're like... now they're like fighting. They're fighting, but fucking. I mean, come on. Yep, fighting and fucking. I mean, I feel like I've been there in relationships, though, so I don't have enough room to really talk, but... Yeah, yep, I've I've been there, too. Fighting and fucking. You gotta love it. All right, so the episode starts with future Ted talking about a picture uh, of the gang with Ted's parents at brunch from back in 2006. But even though they all looked happy, those looks are definitely deceiving. I had a quick note about this picture. Okay. If you look at Barney... He is posed in the classic tie-holding pose. I did notice that. That comes back but in the season But did you notice, five though, episode. that Marshall's eyes weren't closed? I did not notice Marshall that. Marshall did not look stoned in this picture. So that hadn't been decided yet. Yeah. But I love that Barney's, he's, like, doing the tie thing. Now, I, I don't know if that, I'm curious if that was, like, a, a Neil Patrick Harris choice. <laughs> and it was something that they just for some reason decide like maybe they realize he does that a lot when we take pictures of him. So we're going to like make that into an episode later on. I, I uh, noticed this, I this is early in this episode to say this, but did you notice this is the only episode you ever see Ted's father? Is it really? Think about this, this episode, him and his, his Ted's mom are splitting up from yeah. here on out. She's with other guys. You don't ever see Ted's father again. Huh? From here on out, she's either with uh, the dude she she splits from her fa- uh, his father for, which I think he's only mentioned. I don't remember if you ever see him, or she's with uh, Griff. Was that his name? Clint. Griff? Clint. Clint. You're right. <laughs> and, and the dragon. The dragon. <laughs> and you. Oh, and me, and I don't even know. It's I just the dragon. for some reason I, I I thought he was in more episodes. Oh, he is in more episodes. Is he? Yeah. There oh. is. So he's in. Okay. You see him in a picture in How Lily Stole Christmas. And he's also a voice on the answer machine. But apparently he also pops up in the season six episode, Last Words. That's what it says here. I don't remember that one, but I mean, it says, then uh, it says the game, the, the, the I mean, I'm jumping obviously. Cause yeah, it's, yeah. It's in season six, but is the, it the last words, the Fiero episode? It says the gang consoles Marshall as he returns to Minnesota upon learning of his father's death and oh. reflects on what it would be like if their fathers died. You're right. But like, that's it though. It's just, you see him here and yeah. in that episode and that's it. So like, it's understandable why, you would think you didn't see him anymore because you almost don't. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause you see, you see, I, I didn't even know what his name was. I had to look it up. His name <laughs> is, his name is Alfred. I don't think, I, do they actually reference him by name in the show? I don't think so. At least not in this episode. They don't. Weird. Um, I don't know where it could, maybe it comes in late. I, I don't remember them saying it, but I know Virginia well, I mean, and we, of course. We, we see her several times throughout the show. <laughs> there is a story behind that brooch, and I just have to have it. Yeah, I love that. I love so that. Much. I love that that cut comes back later on. Because, like, he talks about when, when he tells the story about quote unquote banging Ted's mom, he talks about the brooch. 
He does talk and about so the I love, I love that the brooch comes back. It's 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 great. All right. Uh so now we've gotten through, you know, the first like four <laughs> seconds of the episode. <laughs> Sorry. We, uh, no, it's all good. We flash back to the day of the picture. Marshall and Lily are fighting. Ted says he's gonna kill his dad. Uh Robin tells Ted's mom that uh, she has to tell him, but we don't know who him is, uh, or she will. Uh, I feel like this is meant, the audience is meant to assume that it's Ted's dad. Yes. Uh, and then it obviously, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm skipping ahead. It, it turns out to not be, but that's who we're supposed to think it is because we're not given a, a whole lot of information yet. Uh, Ted's mom gets real animated when she says that she's like Robin and throws her hands up and uh, knocks a tray out of a waitress's hands and everything yeah, goes crashing down. And this is where everything kind of is going to lead toward. Yes. So future Ted reveals that uh, for any of this to make sense, that there are three parts to this story that he has to tell. And so he's going to start off with the Marshall and Lily part. And so we flash backwards to the day before. And we learn that Ted has flown his parents out to New York to celebrate their 30th wedding anniversary. Uh, Future Ted reveals that his parents don't like to talk about anything that's emotional or real. They, they change the subject, whether it's talking about things like sports or whatever, they don't like to, they don't like to, to, to deal with the hard stuff. Uh, So Lily and Marshall come out of Marshall's room. Lily is there picking up some things. Uh, She had a whole, like a little box of stuff. She had a box of CDs. Yeah. Ted's mom awkwardly tries to to say that she's sorry to hear about what happened, but just can't get it out because of all the realness. I thought was funny. Now, uh, while yeah, we're talking about this moment, I noticed something here that really kind of pissed me off. Okay. So Marshall, like you said, Ted's mom, Victoria, or um, Virginia, Virginia's being all like, I'm really sorry to hear about the, you know, and Marshall goes, you mean how Lily broke up with me, left me and didn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And Lily's like, and how I came back and tried to say, I'm sorry. And Marshall turned me down. First off, Lily, <laughs> you walked out on a fucking engagement mm-hmm. to a man that you've been with for fucking years. Yeah, nine and years. you expect him to overnight just get over the fact that you walked away from that? Fuck you. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, I think at this point, it might be 10 years. It, it might have been, but I mean, like... They I, were... think they, I think they got together in 96, and they broke up. and Yeah, so like they were together for 10 years. And she's just like, well, then, right? Yeah, like I have, uh, I've always been on the side of Marshall when it comes to this. I just, um, I don't like. There have there are times where he he kind of acts like a dick too, and I yes. get that. Um, and maybe he shouldn't, but overall, I'm I've been on his side because yeah, she she just bailed. Like if she wanted to, because like the way it always came off was that she needed to find herself but you can't find yourself while staying in like you can still be in a relationship oh yeah long distance they've done it before but it's like she just didn't she it's almost like she wanted to go and see if she could you know try and fuck some other guys you know know like it was about sleeping with other guys but the fact that but i think i mean like having that that option well and that's the thing like like you said, they've clearly at this point been through so much, mm-hmm. through thick and thin, 
Marshall had already done abroad, like you said. Yeah. And you're gonna play like, oh, I need well, my no, Lily, space. Lily was abroad. She was in Paris. Oh, you're right. Lily was yeah. the one who went up to Paris. But even then, though, so Lily was in Paris, which is even worse. It's the fucking romance capital of like the world. Yeah. And you're and over the there fucking we, flaunting off your tight little body, and Marshall's just being fucking ogreific over here in America. And we talked about this uh, in in the previous episode when she decided to leave and everything. She already went abroad for art and everything else. Yeah, and she's over here saying she never got to do anything, and all like you literally went to fucking Paris for this. Yeah, and now you're you you need to go to San Francisco too, like. She's just she was just selfish the entire entire way. She, I completely agree with that. Marshall gives literally everything in her in their relationship. Oh yeah. And she just decided she's just gonna take, 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 take. And none of it works out anyway. She's real I mean, yes, she kinda she is in the art world later on and everything, but like she's not the artist that she wanted to be. Nope. You know she's not an artist at all though by the end of the show. She's an art consultant. Yeah, There's a big difference. A big difference. Knowing fine art and being able to paint, I can pick out a nice fucking car. Doesn't mean I can fix it. Doesn't make true. me a fucking mechanic. It's true. That's very true. Just saying, man. Like, <laughs> no, I get it. And uh, yeah, she she gets on my nerves too. Uh, but anyways, uh, she then uh, Virginia then invites Lily to dinner with them, which causes a real awkward interaction between Lily and Marshall. Uh, Marshall acts all like nonchalant about everything that's happened. Uh, says, you know, he he thinks of Lily as just a friend, like their brother and sister like now. Brother and sister, and that just like pisses Lily off and, and sets her off as she. Uh, walks I, out I the think door. he purposely takes that dig at this point. I do too, because like, it, as as you see throughout the episode, there are he does and says certain things that ends up coming back as like he did it on purpose like later oh, on yeah. he says uh and i have it i have it in my notes when, when we get to it I'll, I'll bring it up again but she thanks him for the youtube box set and he's like oh yeah i know how much it meant to you but open but, it up and look in it but then it's we learn the... yeah then we learned that he had already filled it with dave matthew cds yeah so like he was already being a dick you yep. know what i mean so like yeah, there there's there's a lot of that going. I think I think you're right. I think he did it uh, on purpose to just really kind of get well, get under I love her, her skin. response. I love how she's like, oh okay, then I'll see you later, bro. bro. And walks <laughs> out the door. Yeah, that was that was funny. Uh, so then we flash over to the restaurant. Lily walks in uh, in this slinky hot pink dress. She looked she looked damn she good in this thing, man. Yeah, man. Uh, and she claims that she hurt her ankle and that the doctor said that she, you know, to get through the pain, take some deep breaths. And then she just, she's doing it. It's like <laughs> heaving out her chest. And Marshall's just like, he can't help but stare uh, <laughs> at her chest, which I thought was hilarious. Because uh, they're just, they're just, like, like the synopsis said, they're just going to try to arouse each other like all night. I mean, my favorite part is the next, the next dinner. Oh, the next, like, dinner. The uh, next dinner. I, I like the line after this where she asks why he's so sweaty. He's like, the roll is really spicy. And it's just like this like fucking like basic ass roll. Let, let me ask you this. <laughs> why do you think the shows always come back to the rolls? Because, dude, man, they want you to take the rolls. Yes! Yes, they <laughs> do want you to take the rolls. They, they want you to take the rolls. That's right. 
but then the next day, back at the apartment, uh, Marshall's pacing around saying that L- Lily's evil. She's trying to torture me. You know, uh, and so he decides he's going to torture her back yeah. with is his abs. To, so hold on, because you're missing the best line of this scene. Is Barney's like, the calves are the most unsexy part of the body. And Marshall looks him down the face and goes, yeah, I'd say that too if I had those scrawny little bird legs. No, yeah, I have that He's in my nose. He straight insults yeah. Barney like yeah. it's nothing. Yeah, I, have, I put it in here. Marshall says Barney has chicken legs. And Barney gets... Uh, gets up and leaves all heard about it. Yeah, I like how he's like, because I can't remember the exact line, but he's like, I'll be waiting by my phone for your apology. And then then just fucking leave. (laughs) It's like, that is the most basic bitch shit I've ever seen Barney pull. Yeah. Like, there are more offensive things that are said to him later seasons, and that does not phase him one bit. Mention his chicken legs, and he's like, I'll I'll be waiting by my phone. It's funny, because like, he a lot of times will just kind of play up being upset, you know, and he'll like oh, yeah. he'll walk out all, he'll storm off all like oh huffy and puffy. Part of me thinks he was actually like upset. Oh, I think about he was this. legit upset. Yeah, I, I don't think even he was. Think re- it was in, I don't think it was a front at all. I think he yeah. was legit upset. Yeah, I think he really. I think Marshall really kind of struck a nerve about his chicken legs. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is good stuff. Uh, at brunch. So this is this is where uh, where John's excited to talk. Oh and my god! Brunch, yeah. uh, Marshall shows up, sits next to Lily, who's like egging him on about you know, oh yeah, you you looked real uh, sweaty last night. You know, I hope you're okay. And, and he says, no, no, I've been feeling kind of hot today, a little feverish. I should I think I'll take a little bit off. And he starts to unzip his. Now, first off, let this be a precedent. To the fact that this is in 2005, 2006. Yeah. Because those style pants were fucking famous back then. Is mm-hmm. he unzips his fucking pants and turns them into shorts. That's right. I mean, now, I had I had pants like that. I was going to say, you definitely had pants like that. Mm-hmm. I owned, and, I, and I wore them often. <laughs> I only owned one pair. And they were my trip pants. Yeah, I had. I think both my trip pants had removable legs yeah pretty pretty sure i'm pretty sure and then i had a pair of like cargo you had pants. cargos yeah yeah like i remember tan that cargo you wore pants. them everywhere yeah i think they're like tan cargo pants that did the same thing and eventually i just stopped putting the legs on <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah like you said he he unzips his legs and he he uh, starts like massaging his calf uh, oh and, yeah and lily's loving it she's like oh oh yeah and it cuts to Marshall and Lily outside of the bathroom door, just like making out hard. And yep. then they, uh, we know what's going to happen. They're going to go in that bathroom and they're going to have sex. Oh, God, they are. Oh, yeah. So man. much sex. Oh, yeah. Uh, so afterward, they, uh, they come, we see them come out. So we don't obviously see anything inside. Uh, it just goes from them outside the door, about to go in, cuts to them coming out. And they're like mad at one another here <laughs> for trying, yeah, for trying to seduce each other. Uh, and this is where the fight begins. Marshall tells Lily, "This is so Marshall because like everything's kind of out of order in the way that Future Ted is telling this story." Uh, so we learn that Marshall has uh, given her the YouTube box set, 
But instead of you two inside, it's a bunch of Dave Matthews CDs. Like oh, yeah. four. And this will come back later. We get the, you know, we, we get a mention of where it be- kind of began. Yeah. Uh, in there, which I like. I like the out of orderness of this episode. I think it's actually really fun um, that he's telling the story in this, specific, like he starts with this. Like he could have started with the other one where we got the lead up to it and then True. the payoff. But I like, I like, I like it when they do it sometimes different because typically this show follows like the same formula. You know, Usually, of, their, yes. of their structure, you know, and when we get stuff like this episode or the New Year's episode, which is a very different style episode, I really like that switch up. I don't know. It's, it's those are some of the, the formats that I like the best because it's different. I don't know. True. And as everybody uh, kind of gets settled back at the table, uh, I don't know if it's a waitress or like the hostess or whoever it is, takes the picture uh, that we see at the beginning um ted says to to barney that uh, stuff about his dad that we kind of got the reference to at the beginning and then the the waitress who's carrying the stuff everything gets knocked out and we get right back to where we started and future ted decides it's time to tell the next part of this story yeah and that is the barney part now it's it's funny because it's like you said parts of this get told out of place because there's a line that comes back between Marshall and Lily. This should have happened at the end of that part of the scene, but I think it comes back towards the end of the the Barney part, Barney and his dad part. Okay. And it's about Mar- Lily goes, Marshall goes, are you wearing a push-up bra? And Lily goes, did you spray tan your calves? That's Marshall- at the very end of the episode. Yeah. And that yeah. should have, and I'm like, that's a great fucking line. They should have been mm-hmm. with that moment. Yeah. Like it would have I- been a perfect way to have capped off their section of story. Yeah. I think that's how the episode ends. If I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Yeah. I think, uh, or, or it's like right, right around that. that it area. might be right around like there. Right, right before the end uh, of the episode. Um, because, I think the end is with Ted and the grandma stuff. Yes, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's the grandma thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, it's time for the Barney part. Uh, the previous day, Ted and Robin are at the apartment. So, every time they do a, a new part, they flash back to the apartment at a different time uh, of the day. And there's in, with different people floating around because yeah. Marshall and Lily and everybody were there. Uh, and, and the parents were like, already there or like had just gotten there yeah now it's before that it's ted and robin and they're nervous uh, they're talking about they're nervous about meeting uh ted is nervous about his parents meeting robin for the first time um then barney comes in because he thinks he's going to be meeting ted's parents too you know because uh you know man they must be you know waiting to, to meet me after everything you told them about me well, and apparently nothing well, that's the thing. Like, he's like, oh, I've barely told him a thing about you. And I'm like, he's your secondary best friend and you've never even mentioned him? Like, Yeah, and you've known him for, I think we've, at this point, it's like five years. Yeah. And it's like, you're telling me in five years, one, they've never met? And two, you've never mentioned, like, come on, man, that's kind of messed up. Yeah, a little bit. Like, you hang out with this dude, like, every day, pretty much. Pretty much. And, and you you must really just not think much about him if you're not even mentioning him. You know, it, it did. It, yeah, it hit me a little bit because it's not like he just met Barney like 
two months ago or something. Yeah, and that's you what know? I'm saying. Like, if anything, Robin should be the one that's barely been mentioned. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and now and now she's meeting them. Uh, so Ted's parents show up. Barney jumps right in, introduces himself, and he's he's not acting like you know the normal Barney that not we not the normal know. Barney at all. No, he's really kind of putting on the charm. Kind of reminds me of when he's doing the Thanksgiving episode in season one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he's just he's faking everything, and that's the way he likes it. Except orgasms. Also true. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You, you mentioned the Thanksgiving episode because he mentions at one point how he does uh, he, he does charity work at a, at a soup kitchen. Yep. But he doesn't anymore. Nope. <laughs> because in that episode, he gets fired. <laughs> Unless he finds a new soup kitchen. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. But uh, yeah, I just I thought that was kind of kind of funny. So Ted introduces Robin, and she makes this really bad joke. Not off to a great start for for Robin. Uh, and Robin has made a reservation at, at a restaurant, but Barney has a better suggestion. He's going to take them to a real fancy restaurant that is real difficult to get into because he uh, he knows the waitress. Wink, wink. He knows the head waitress. <laughs> yes. Who well, I'm care. I wonder if that's the woman who takes the picture. Oh, maybe. If, you know what I mean? If she's like the head waitress and that's why, like, why else are they getting a picture taken? Like, I've been I, to a I lot of groups. I think the only reason why they had the picture taken was to commemorate the uh, the moment. Maybe, but I like, I feel like it had to have been planned because nobody like says, hey, could you take our picture? That is true. You, you are know? 100% correct. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. And I, that's why I think that this is the, the waitress that Barney knows. Because he probably was like, "Hey, can you also take our picture?" You know, maybe you know, could be. I don't know. That's just in my own head. That's that's the way I kind of look at it. Uh, so uh, Barney's obviously trying to get Ted's parents to like him more than Robin. Like it's some sort of contest. Which I, I mean, think in his mind, it is. It is. He's 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 fighting for uh, for like second place. I guess you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like I think deep down Barney knows he ain't he ain't out doing Marshall. You know, even if he wants to, it's just not happening. He's I mean, like, you know I, what they say, man, you can't have two number ones. It's true. You can't. If you're not, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Correct. That doesn't even make any sense. They're second. You could be third, third fourth, fourth. Heck, even fifth. Mm. <laughs> uh, so at uh, at dinner, Barney dazzles Ted's parents. He's playing the piano, which I think is great. That comes back, uh, you know, in later episodes he talks about you know like learning an instrument and things true uh, and it comes up in the blog post that we'll talk about later on oh no shit yes which i thought was cool uh then lily's continuing to uh, try to seduce marshall barney suggests that uh, they all go to mclaren's yeah and uh ted's dad is the only one who wants to go this tracks with i don't remember what what the rule was called but the episode where they all go out to the club with James and it's like how yeah couples have are like laziness and like single people are always doing stuff, but you've got Ted and Robin who are a couple and we find out later that Ted's mom is seeing somebody and you know, they don't want to go. It's really funny that you mentioned that because I caught something slightly later on in the episode that comes back to something I sent you video form weeks ago. Okay. 
I'll talk about it when we get there. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> but yeah, and like I think with like Lily and Marshall, I don't think they're paying attention. So no. like that's why I, that's why because like neither of them are seeing anybody technically, but they're not paying attention to what's going on at the rest of the table. No, because they're having problems within themselves at this point. Still, yeah. so you know, so like it it all still tracks with these rules that Barney has, even though we haven't seen these rules yet. That is true. Yeah, which I think is kind of, I like that, you know. I, I don't know if it was something always set or if it was a coincidence or if it's something they built from stuff like this, but uh, I love you know, that sort of cool continuity that they have. You know what sure. we totally skipped over? Hmm. While Barney was talking mm-hmm. to Ted and Robin before they went out to the bar, yeah, because they don't go back to the apartment after this. Barney mentions the 83%. Oh no, that's later. That's in the that's that's later. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, we'll no. get to that then. Yeah, that's the that's the next Why did I, I think that. that was okay? No, we're good then. Keep going. <laughs> uh Ted uh Ted's mom also calls Robin Susan uh in this Yeah. Scene, which and I was she like goes, Robin. Really? <laughs> and yeah, then and Barney's like Susan. Her name is Virginia. Yeah. Virginia. I was like Oh, I I was like, come on, Virginia. That's pretty messed up that you're not even trying to learn. Uh, you know, lost it, my headphones. I'm good. It's, it's okay. Uh, I was like, I thought it was kind of no, messed I heard, up. I of heard Virginia. you. I heard you. Yeah, it's but it is. It's messed up that she's yeah. not even taking like the making the effort to learn like, Robin's name. Not even the same like starting. If she called her like Victoria or Vicky. Or, well, well, no, it would be it, you would want an R name because it's Robin. Oh, it is. It yeah, is yeah. Robin. So, You're like right. maybe like like a Rachel or uh, whatever, something like that. I could get that. But Susan, like she has no idea, no yeah. idea whatsoever. No, no, uh, what her name is, and it's like, damn, she's not even trying. Not even trying, man. Uh, and that kind of fuels what Robin thinks that she thinks about her. You know, it does. It definitely doesn't help. I was going to say, especially at this point in the episode, not knowing what we know later on does not help the situation at all. No, not at all. Uh, so then the next day, Barney shows up at the apartment. He's ticked off at Ted's dad. Uh, and we learn that he makes out with Wendy, the, Wendy wait- the waitress. Ted's dad does uh, kind of snaking her away from Barney. Barney says he got rack jacked, which I, I love that. I thought that was a hilarious term. Now, there's, there's a funny thing about this scene, too, that I noticed, too, okay. before we get into the details. So, Barney takes the picture and shows it to Ted. Yeah. The picture is taken from a totally different angle than he shoots it. Yeah. He shoots it over. It should have been from, like, Ted's dad's back. Yeah. And literally, it's like he was standing next to them. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that is clearly not. He would have had to, have like, stretch Armstrong that phone and been like, snap. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I think I've, I've noticed that a few times throughout the show. I mean, it uh, happens. Just in general. <laughs> but uh, yeah, totally. I, I wonder, this is the way I kind of look at it. It's future Ted describing what the picture looks like, even if that's not actually what the picture looked like. That's fair, actually. I can, you know, like I Barney could have actually that. taken the picture the way he, we see it, but Ted in his head is describing this picture in a totally different way. You now, know what I mean? I don't know. In your opinion, no offense to the actress, but the character herself. Can we call slut on Wendy the Waitress? I mean, it's not a good look on her. Um, 
and uh, something that funny that kind of pops up we we learn later on in the platinum rule episode that in 2005 the previous year barney and her dated yeah and yet he's still trying to get with her here that is true that breaks barney's kind of rules it does but then it also kind of makes sense why she would kind of like not go with Barney because she's already been through. Yeah. And she's already been through that shit with him. True. So, you know what I mean? Um, so I thought that was interesting that, uh, that, that'll happen. But yeah, it's like, really, Wendy, you're, you're making out with Ted's dad. Like, I mean, in all fairness, she's a good looking woman. You tell me you can't, you can't get like, Someone closer to your... Like, I don't know. It was weird. Right? And that's what I'm saying. I'm not even talking about the fact that it's Ted's dad. I'm talking about it's an old dude. Yeah. It, like, it could have been legit. anybody in that bar that night, and you're going to pick, like, the fucking, like, 50-year-old fucking geriatric? <laughs> yeah, man. Seriously. <laughs> Let him pop his little blue pill and slap his fucking meat in your face. Here, bitch, it's served raw. Ah, uh, dude, it's, like, I don't know. Uh, it's... They definitely don't. Slut. They definitely don't make her look good in that. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, in it's most not. A, it's not a good look. They don't make Wendy look good. She's I mean, usually just a flirtatious eye candy who brings them drinks and food. Yeah, I, I mean, it is the true. only. They, ever, the only give her a lot, quality she ever gets in this series is when she meets the guy from the recycling episode. Yeah, and then that's her. That's her last episode ever. Yeah. Yeah. Which always bummed me out too that we never actually got to see her. Oh again. yeah, but, yeah she's fucking anyway. hot. Yeah, I mean Ooh, she's not. <laughs> I mean yes, she is hot, but she's also I love I loved her as a character just in general because it, it made the world feel more real. It's like her and Ranjit and Carl, like yeah. these reoccurring characters that were just always there, even if they didn't have lines, they were just kind of there, you know. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know how hot Wendy the waitress is, because maybe you've never watched *I Met Your Mother* before. I recommend popping over to the YouTube channel, Merc with a Movie Blog, mm-hmm. and check out Josh's interview with her. Uh, mm-hmm. What's her name again? Ch- Charlene? Char- Charlene Amoya. Yeah. And check out Josh Mac It Up with her. Because literally, <laughs> once he gets past his little awkward phase, he is literally laying the groundwork to get her phone number and be like, yo, baby, this is Scotty Mac. What's up? I got the Mac Daddy Militant right here, baby. <laughs> and she's still gorgeous, man. She is absolutely fine. Yeah. I would call her tomorrow and get a restraining order put on myself. Fair. Just Uh, saying. (laughs) So uh, Barney's not the only one who's pissed off at uh, Ted's dad. Ted is pissed to find out that his dad is cheating on his Yeah. And this is where Barney comes out with this statistic. He says 83% of married people more uh, 83% of people married more than six months are seeing someone on the side. And then P- Ted points out, he's like, you know, every time you make up a statistic, it's always 83%. Which, which wasn't is, true before. It's this. it's not because we talked about how he did like 75% yep. at one time and then some other, he did something else, but it, it wasn't quite. And they could have. If they had thought about it, they could have easily just made it 83%. Oh, they could have, but this know, is where uh, they decided to finally make it canon. Yeah. And I thought that that was really cool. That This is, again, a series of firsts in this episode. Yeah. And this is one of the big ones where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, okay, there's the first 83%. Yeah. Uh, and then so Barney's like, well, the people at 
www.swingers.openmarriageisnatural.org. Uh, and, and uh, you know, beg to differ. Like That's where you got the statistic from. This, however, is one of the few websites that is not real. That kind of sucks. There are uh, dozens of websites that are still up and running and are real for this show. This, however, not one of them. I was very bummed about that. Did you check it out? I I tried to, but you, there's <laughs> nothing for it. That's that sucks. Uh, yeah, there, it's 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 not a real one. So, unfortunately, it, it was pretty funny. That I think they should have done something. Um, I don't know because like it's got dots, it's got a backslash in the middle of it, and then the dot org at the end. I think the whole problem is you can't have a backslash in the middle of a website address. True. Well, not to mention polygamy is illegal in most states. Well, that I don't care about that. Like you could make a like if it was if it was like a dash True. instead of a backslash, I think they could have physically made the web address. True. Maybe that's why they didn't though. Maybe, Maybe they didn't know. want to get on like polygamous bad side. <laughs> Maybe. I still think it would have been hilarious. But oh, well, would have been. I, I was going through some of the like websites because uh, you can find a list of them. It's pretty easy. And uh, some of the ones that aren't active anymore, you can still find on like um, there's this site where you can like find old websites from the past and it'll show you. It's like an archive of websites nice. and you can find some of them on there. Um, but like the the countdown <clears throat> clock for the slap uh, is there. There's um, all the, the the woman wearing the trash bag <laughs> website. Well, is there? Man, yeah. man makes wife wear trash yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of them. So when we get to those episodes, I'm going to be bringing up these websites. It's fair it's enough stuff. So we'll be talking a lot more about those. Uh, so then Ted's dad shows up at the apartment, and Ted is about to confront him, but chickens out. Just asks him about uh, baseball. And it's funny because um, he mentions a baseball player named Serrano from the Cleveland Indians, right? There is no baseball player named Serrano from the Cleveland Indians. That is a reference to the movie Major League. <laughs> yeah. Is that Charlie uh, Sheen's character? No, I can't remember the, the dude's name. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it's a different character. But, yeah, Serrano is, is, is a character from that. And I love that they just put movie references randomly in the show like that. I mean, they do that all the time. Yeah, for, for people who, you know, either – aren't going to notice that it's not going to bother them. You know, it's just like, okay. Uh, or people who will notice it'll be like, hell yeah, that's hilarious. So, yep. Yeah. I think that was, I think that's always fun. Uh, then at brunch, Ted says he must have an, uh, he must have inherited the don't talk about things, Gene, uh, as the hostess is taking the picture. And then Robin is confronting Virginia. Uh, like we see at the beginning, and this is where we go into the Ted and Robin part. So we are officially uh, on the third part of this story. Woo-woo! And we flash back again to the previous day at the apartment. Ted and Robin are preparing for his parents' arrival. Uh, he So this, to me, feels like it must be after Barney had stopped by. Or no, it would have been before. No, it would have been, no, it would have been before. Right before yeah, Barney. Because uh, they show up right after Barney does. So yeah, uh, they keep bet. I'm curious. It's 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 interesting because they they go completely backwards. The first one, we see they're already there. Yeah. Marshall and Lily come out and, and the parents are already there. Then 
the parents show up in the second one and now it's like they're not even there yet and everything so i i love again i love that they're just kind of backtracking telling filling in the gaps i was gonna say they kind of go from the furthest point in the story to the furthest back yeah yeah it's it's really interesting i like it uh so like i said they are preparing for uh his parents arrival and he tells her to be prepared to be grilled by his mom about marriage and kids which are two things that robin does not want she specifically puts that out there too like i don't want to get married and have kids yeah uh and he says that uh you'll know when it's coming if she mentions his cousin, cousin Stacy. Oh, Stacy, that's right. Yeah, uh, who ha- apparently has a bunch of kids. And then I realized something. We we meet Stacy in the upcoming Christmas episode, How Lily Stole Christmas. That's who Ted goes and has Christmas with. It's his cousin Stacy. Oh, my God, you're right. And her kids that are there. But I yeah. think there's only, like, two kids. Or did they have a baby, too? I think they she's pregnant. Have- I think she's pregnant. During that Holy episode. shit, I don't think I ever put that together. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait Good a minute. Good sleuthing. That's that's Stacy, who he's with during Christmas. Huh. So I think that's pretty funny. She doesn't have, because he says, like, he, he had, she had six kids in five years. She's uh, essentially like a water slide or something like that, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Uh, yeah. But we only see her with two kids. Now, obviously, you know, maybe she had kids with another dad and they're off with that you know who knows we you know i could come up with any number of reasonings for her only having two kids at, the, <laughs> at, at dinner that night um i don't know how friends? old she is they could be maybe she sent them to boarding school i don't fucking know maybe they all died maybe john why don't we see them i'm not going there that's kids man damn it I was, I was, I was trying. That, that is trying. kids. You do not joke about kids. <laughs> I have not. a line at some point, man. Uh, kids is my line. Well, folks, if you know our show, you know exactly where that was going to go. And uh, if you if you don't know our show, go back and fucking watch it. Why are you starting here? Come on. That's just ridiculous. I mean, you know what he wants me to say. And you never see them again because they probably fucking killed themselves (laughs) but because they're kids the parents probably fucking killed them or sold them to a band of gypsies i mean or sold them for sex traffic i mean this is fucking america i mean god damn is this a wayfair situation maybe i mean get off my back people damn it was was wayfair right that was the rumor yeah yeah wayfair is the one that was (laughs) child trafficking i don't know if that was ever true or not but yeah i mean it was totally fucking true Sure. Why else are you paying $1,200 for a fucking armoire named Tiffany? Fair. Fair. (laughs) Uh, So uh, because of all this, Robin decides she's just going to lie. It'll make things easier. Yeah, because lying makes so much shit easier. Well, yeah, you know. Uh, (laughs) So at at dinner that night, Lily uh, says thank you. This is where we get the Lily saying thank you to Marshall for letting her have the YouTube box set. Yeah. Which we uh, obviously already know is filled with Dave Matthews CDs, which I think is hilarious because he's all like, I know how much it means to you. Yeah. He's so sincere in that scene. And it's just like, Oh wow, man, you're really just like twisting the knife. And she doesn't even know yet. I wish they would have flipped these two parts though, where like in the first part, Marshall's like, <laughs> she would have been like, Oh, thanks for the box set. And he's like, Oh, no worries. I know how much it means to you. And then yeah. when they get to it in this part, she's like, 
something about the box set, and he's like, well, I hope when you open it up, you realize it's all Dave Matthews. Yeah, yeah, that's it's one of the few times in this episode where I wish they'd gone in normal order. Yes. Yeah, I think it would have hit just a little bit better. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, that's not what happened. Uh, so Ted's mom asks Robin what it's like being a journalist, but Robin thinking she's like getting ready because she had just mentioned Stacy. Yeah. Uh, thinking she's like about to talk about kids and marriage. She just I'm snapped. I'm not ready. Yeah. She's like, I'm not ready. And Virginia's like, oh, okay. And then Robin realizes what she did and she just, she starts talking and stuff. But uh, to her surprise, you know, Virginia tells her, she's like, just focus on your career. You know, there will always be time for kids and marriage later. Which both Ted and Robin were like kind of shocked by this. Oh, absolutely. Especially Ted knowing his mom. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I'll give Ted. He really knows his parents very well. Like, he can read them so well. Yeah. Uh, And then after this, Barney gets up and and he's like, oh, a piano. And this kind of leads, you know, into what we see later on where he's playing the piano randomly at the beginning of the Barney part. Uh, then the next morning, Robin thinks his mom doesn't like her because she didn't try to get her to have kids or get married or anything like that. Yeah. And then at brunch, Barney asks where Lily and Marshall are. Uh, Ted responds saying they've been fu- uh, they've been fighting and are probably uh, off somewhere going at it, which little do they know uh, the kind of going at it that they're doing. Not probably what Ted is thinking. Probably not. Which I think is uh, is because they're definitely going at it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so then the woman who takes the picture comes over. So we see her in a scene where she's not taking the picture yet, uh, and she offers Virginia some coffee, and which I'm assuming that she she maybe she's just like their waitress specifically, maybe. um, because she's taking the picture. She's offering them coffee because I don't think the waitress who gets the stuff knocked over. I think she was just walking by. Yeah, she, she, was just walking, she wasn't going to them. No, she yeah. was just walking by. Yeah. Uh, and then Virginia says that, uh, that, you know, she's she's really nice. And Robin just snaps. I was like, well, maybe she should have Ted's babies. It's like, damn, Robin. Like, <laughs> chill out. Like, come on. I mean, <laughs> I understand why she loses her shit the way yeah, she does. But, but yeah, God definitely damn. not chill. Yeah, not, not chill at all. Then she gets up and walks off. Uh, and she's like standing outside the bathroom door, and she she and and she knocks. It's locked, and she knocks on it, and you can hear Lily and Marshall respond to her. Which I, I think like this response though. Be yeah. out in a minute, maybe sooner, <laughs> maybe sooner. <laughs> which was yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then Virginia walks up, and they kind of talk about why she doesn't want her to have Ted's babies. It's not necessarily that she doesn't want her to, you know, we learn later on. But uh, in the middle of this conversation, Lily and Marshall come out of the bathroom. Yep. And it doesn't really seem to phase either Robin nor Virginia all that much. No, not even a little bit. Like, I'm assuming it's the ladies' room. So, like, Lily coming out. Did you hear what Marshall said when he comes out? No. There was a line in the men's room. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I caught that. Um, but yeah, just having both of them come walking out, you know, come on. Oh, yeah, I, you know. You know. You know exactly what's going on there. Because <laughs> if they were fighting so much, 
I don't think they'd be going to the bathroom together just to no. go to the bathroom. Uh, but then Virginia reveals something to Robin that we don't get to know yet in, nope. in this part of the episode. Uh, but it is huge, and it explains everything that's that's kind of going on. Then back at the table, the picture's being taken, and we are officially back at the point where we started, where the waitress gets – the tray gets knocked over. Ted's everything dad gets up. Everything just starts to break down. Yeah, Ted's dad oh, yeah. gets up. Uh, he's like, hey, let me help you out, sweetheart. And Ted and, jumps up and he's like, sweetheart, the only yeah. person you should be calling sweetheart is my mom. Yeah, he gets, he lays into him there, man. Uh, and then he m- confronts him and makes him uh, reveal that he was making out with Wendy the waitress. Which this whole moment right here is fucking hilarious. Because yeah. I love how he's like, tell her, tell her or I'll tell her. And he's like, last night at the bar, I scored and made out with a waitress. Yeah, I think he says, I hooked up with a waitress. I hooked I up with a waitress, yeah. And I love how Ted's mom's like, oh. He's like, oh, oh okay. Oh! oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, because Ted's like, oh? He's like, oh, that that's so terrible. When we get home. Yeah. Oh, maybe she calls him Alfred here. Maybe. I, now that I think about it, because I'm like, oh, when we get home, like she might have said it here. She might I don't have. Know. I'd have to actually go back again to pay attention to that scene as to whether or not she says his name there. But yeah, she she fakes being mad. Oh yeah, <laughs> which and I think is, is hilarious. Where Ted realizes something's going on. Yeah, and it gets brought out. You know, yeah. Obviously. Robin Robin's like, you got to you got to tell him. Like, come on, it's time. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's revealed that they got divorced almost ten months ago, but had been separated. For like two years. Two years. Yeah. And not once has this come up in conversation. Nope. They 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 had Christmas together and <laughs> the kids had no idea about now, it. This is where I'm, I'm I want to take and talk about this because this is where I kind of started to notice something. And it wasn't until like the little bit of the play out here. So Ted says, I need a moment, my head's about to explode, and Ted gets up and walks away from the table. Yeah. Robin gets up and follows suit, and so does Ted's mom. And dad. And, I, and dad. Yes, you're right. And I don't mean to take over the lead, because I know this is usually how you talk, but this yeah, is where cool. I want to... So then they pan to outside, and, you know, Ted and Robin are standing side by side, and then Ted's mom and dad comes out the door, and they stop him, and they start talking to him. Yeah. Now, the speech that Ted's mom and dad give Ted not because I can't remember the whole thing, but to paraphrase it, it's pretty much how sometimes relationships just don't work out, and essentially it's mirroring Ted and Robin. Yeah, yeah, he okay. lists all the similarities. You know, they 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 both met at an, an Irish a, bar. Yep, at an Irish bar. Ted or there Ted was, uh, and his dad were both like the kind of head in the clouds, hopeless romantic type, uh, and 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 the both of the women. We're like the the reluctant yep. to kind of be get into this relationship uh, kind of people. Um, they both him and his dad tried really hard multiple times to, uh-huh. to get with the girl. Now and knowing uh, all of these yeah. similarities and the foreshadowing this is getting at. Yeah. Do you oh, remember yeah. a video I sent you a few weeks ago about the colors? Yeah. Robin's wearing purple. In this episode. Oh, I didn't even realize she was wearing a purple. She's wearing a purple shirt. 
Mm. Now, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, the colors purple and yellow are synonymous synonymous with good news and bad news in this show. Anytime yeah. bad news or something bad is going to happen, it's usually presented by the color purple. Someone's yeah. wearing purple. There's a lot of purple in the episode. And usually when something good happens, it's represented by yellow or people are wearing yellow. Yellow's around. And I, I started watching for it in episodes. And this just happened to stand out to me today that they're foreshadowing the breakup here. Yeah. And Robin's wearing purple. Yeah, I mean, so I, you got you get the foreshadow, plus you get just the the bad news of what is happening in the moment too. True, you know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good catch, man. That's a, that's a that's a great catch. Boom! I like that quite you, a bit. Broskies. I'm on my uh, fucking A game today. Woo! Uh, t- during that part, since we're in that part of it, um, Ted's dad also he, before he does that, he does the whole. Oh, I've never told you the story of how I met your mother. Yes. Which I thought was, was great. He's bar. like, oh, it's a great story. It was in a bar. And that was yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the story. It might have yeah. been an Irish bar. Yeah, it might have been an Irish bar. Uh, and then to Ted, that's where Ted decides. He's like, when I have kids, I'm going to tell them everything, the whole story. And that's oh, why we sorry. get this nine-year trek of a <laughs> fucking story. Um, but to backtrack just uh, a little bit. Uh, after they all leave to go outside, uh, it's Barney, Marshall, and Lily left at the yes. table. Barney, he, he he says he's like, you know what? Now that now that he mentioned it, he did say he was divorced. I want- it's like, what the fuck, man? Come on! A lot of that could have been avoided with simple communication, right? And then he runs off to to get an omelet, and then Marshall and Lily apologize to one another and decide they need to give each other. Uh, some, some distance, space. some yeah. space. So, and then yeah, uh, then we get the outside, and then we, yeah, you know. And it's funny because after all the stuff outside, you know, they, they, his parents, I think they go back inside. They go back inside, and then Robin's the only thing she takes from the whole thing. Like Ted, I think is in his head a little bit, thinking about everything that was just said. And, and rightfully but with so, Robin, she's just like, they love me. They love me. That's all she fucking took from it, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, I think uh, during the because I didn't actually write this down, but uh, you had mentioned it before during the the scene with Marshall and Lily when they're like, "We need space." This is where you get the whole. Um, yeah, are you wearing a push up bra? Are you wearing a push up bra? Did you spray tan your calves? I I re, uh, yeah question withdrawn. I think he's what yeah he says. question yeah. withdrawn. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was good, but yeah, that's where that whole thing comes in. And then uh, we go back, so that we get the last scene. We go back into the restaurant. It's revealed that Ted's grandma is dead, dude. Uh, how and they never told him. Is it to find out that your grandma died? Yeah, grandma hasn't returned my last couple calls. Oh, oh, yeah. And they oh, never actually yeah. say it because you know. They don't they don't talk about stuff like that. No, and then I love how instantly though <laughs> his mom's like, I'm gonna go get some juice, and his dad's like, How about that game? How about that game? <laughs> how about that game? It says like no. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that is how episode three of season yes. two comes to a wrap. That's right, man. So what uh, what were your overall thoughts on this episode? You know, I honestly this is one of the episodes that I never have anything bad to say. <laughs> I love this episode because, like you said, I love the breakdown episodes. And I yeah. love the fact that, like, yeah, it's a little out of order and it's a little disheveled, but there's a lot of great one-liners in this episode. 
I love the Marshall and the Cavs because like his body and like the Cavs thing comes back like at least one more time. And like Lily constantly trying to like tease Marshall and we know like how their relationship works. So yeah. I mean watching this phase, it's just kind of funny because this is the them like, I'm gonna fuck with you. Well, I'm gonna fuck with you even better. Anything yeah. you could do, I can do better. And Robin's like, you know, she's in her happy phase with Ted, and like, it sucks that this episode's uh, surrounding like divorce and like the foreshadowing and all that. But it is what it is. It's a great episode. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoy this episode <laughs> quite a bit uh, for a lot of the reasons that you said. I love the the format of everything, and it and it opens up a lot of doors for what's to come. <laughs> well, absolutely, because I mean, every time a girl says, "What's up, New York?" We will be what's up, New York. <laughs> yes. I'm going to try and to get back in at least every episode. Oh, wait, enough. wait, wait. I know, I know. And ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to a segment we like to call Barney's Blog. That's Who right. Bitches? Yes. All day. I hope you are suited up. Man, now I see why you like to do that, because that really just like... That fucking hits the spot. Suit up, bitches! Like, yeah, man. It I got like does. half a pack of Rollades on me right now. Yeah, man. You must have some wicked heartburn. Wicked uh, heartburn. I have been drinking, so... <laughs> Alright, so this entry uh, in Barney's blog is titled Rackjack Alert. <laughs> and it was uh, dated Tuesday, October 3rd of 2006 at 10.41am. Nice. Uh, so he writes, I no longer have any respect for my elders. This weekend, Ted's father violated wingman code 1.1, never uh, rack jack your wingman. Like a balding vulture, Mr. Mosby swooped in to feast upon the mutilated innards of the peppy waitress I tirelessly hunted throughout the evening. But that's okay. He's statistically way closer to death than I am. And wait, he just got a little closer. Oh, oh, God. And then he has the definition of Rackjack here. It says, to steal a wingman's query, oftentimes with malicious, premeditated uh, uh, intent. And then he has this little thing about what he calls the Barney Stinson University. Uh, and it says, here's what an advanced degree will get you. Poorer and not laid. Too many people waste precious time and energy on graduate studies, becoming expert in some useless field like museum studies, medicine, or architecture. I believe, yeah, I believe it was Confucius who once said, he who knows great deal about some useless field like museum studies, medicine, or architecture is fool. <laughs> once again, our ancient Chinese friend is correct. It's far better and more efficient to understand snippets from various subjects than to limit yourself to the complete mastery of one. Think you about know, it. What? I'm, I'm not going to lie. That actually makes a lot of sense. It's, yeah, it's like what they call like being a jack of all trades, you know? Right. Really? I mean, I'm a jack of all trades. Yeah. That's I, know a little, I know a little bit about a lot of things. It's the way it is. Uh, <laughs> and he says, think about it. Would you want to wake up next to the same person every day for the rest of your life? No. So like I, he's just he can, he wants a little bit of everything. So now he's bringing it back to to women, of course. True, Barney. Uh, he says, if you don't believe me, 
Take Indiana Jones. Normally, the closest an archaeology professor gets to a woman is digging up her 8,000-year-old skeleton. But Indiana Jones got a living, breathing woman to write I love you on his eyelids. How? Because he knew how to crack a whip. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's got a point there. That's funny because that comes back later on. Yes, it does. Uh, and then he says, with that in mind, I suggest you enroll online at Barney Stinson University, awaiting accreditation. The following are some suggested courses for your freshman year. He's got a little list of suggested courses here. Musicology says even one song, or yeah, even one song on one instrument can go a long way. I've memorized the first 16 bars of a Mozart sonata, and women in at least 16 bars have memorized me. So this comes back because we see that's what he plays in the bar, yeah, or at the restaurant. I mean, he plays yeah. uh, he plays a Mozart sonata on the piano. So uh, he's living he's living that 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 uh, that course of study. That's really funny because that I have actually that resonates with other shows and movies. Yeah, think American Pie. Yeah, Stifler's parents made them either choose between dance or an instrument. Yeah. Yeah, Steve, you, Steve you want to have a dance, and his little brother learn how to play the bagpipes. Yeah, you want to have a, a wide variety of of knowledge. That you know? as much as Barney's blog is usually like <laughs> bullshit. This one is actually pretty educational. Yeah. Oh, and there's more. Uh, magic 101. A simple <laughs> magic trick can amaze even the coldest new acquaintance. Advanced classes will learn to vac- uh, vacate bedrooms relationships, and other seemingly inescapable environments undetected. Gymnastics. Students put the nastics in gymnastics, competing in hand-to-hand, body-to-body combat drills. Course only offered to female students. Of course, because it's Barney. Of course. Uh, Home economics. A groundbreaking class shattering the cultural myth that sewing and other simple homemaker tasks are solely feminine. Using only the finest Moroccan weaves, students will design and tailor their own double-breasted three-button blazers and matching pants, uh, suit pants. So, of course, man, you got you to you suit up, bitches. You got to suit up. I mean, we, we said it at the beginning of this. You got to suit up. And then the last one he's got here, genetic biology. In this laboratory class, students will investigate the science of heredity through firsthand data. Students will examine hospital records, estate photographs, and last but not least, video documentary detailing a family's coupling history satisfies audio-visual requirement. So in other words, watch some porn. Pretty much. That's what he's saying here. Uh, Again, these are just suggested courses. If you have any questions regarding other courses of study, or have a name slash design for BSU's official mascot, please send your design to our uh, provost's email, <laughs> Barney Stinson at yahoo.com. This, he puts that email in so many of these blog posts. Uh, I want to email him something. I just don't know what yet. Maybe I'll design him a logo for BSU. And dude, like, what no. do you think? BSU. Yeah. Yeah, man. That it's total, is it's total BS. It is. <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably maybe I'll incorporate like a bull. Yeah. Dude, you gotta incorporate a somehow a bull and a pineapple. A bull with a pineapple on one horn, and he's like wearing a ducky tie. Yes. 
Boom. You should have the ducky tied from the other horn. Okay, yeah. I feel like, remember in the one Halloween episode, he tied it around his arm? Yeah. There you go. And then I'll send that to Barney Stinson at Yahoo.com. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Sweet! <laughs> All right. Well, that uh, wraps up everything for this episode of Last Call at McLaren's. Uh, John, where can they find you on the internet? I mean, if you want to jump on the internet and try to find me, I recommend swinging over to Twitter right here. It's simply saying J1. Corresponds with my blog and my podcast, Simply Saying with J. I'm not a hard person to find. Usually, I mean, you can find me either tweeting or twatting or whatever you want to call it these days. If I'm not there, you can find me on Facebook at J. John Made. Yeah, pretty simple person. Josh, where can they find you? That's fair. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J-P-R-A-Y-N-O-R, as well as right down there at Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with a Movie Blog. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, that means you're on the Merc with a Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure, if you like what you see, to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button, and click that little bell so you always get notified when a new video drops. Uh, also, be sure to uh, follow us on Anchor can leave us a voice message there anchor.fm slash uh last call h-i-m-y-m we will play your uh your your voice message we did that once before i'd love to get some more of those if uh if you're listening on like podcasts like uh apple Podcasts, if you do a five-star review and you write something we will read that a lot of parent apparently spotify is now doing uh reviews uh so if you're on spotify feel free to leave us a, a five-star review there as well. That'd be fantastic. We would love it. Um, and we are also on Good Pods now. So uh, listen to us there. Ooh. Get us high, higher up in the rankings on Good Pods. Hell uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but once again, like I said, follow us on, on Twitter at last call H-I-M-Y-M. Uh, I try to tweet over there as much as possible. Uh, I'm going to hopefully tweet some more soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's uh, everything that I've got for them. John, what do you got? Ladies and gentlemen, have a hot, uh, happy holidays. Please drive safe. And remember, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. That's right. Catch you next time.